Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Everybody, welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today on a very nice Thursday afternoon. I'm enjoying the nice warm weather. I call it warm because I moved here from Arizona and anything under 100 degrees is cool because when you get up to 105, 110, then you get my attention. Man, it is hot in Arizona. I'm so glad to be in northern Nevada. Beautiful days, cool weather in the evening. It's just a gorgeous place to be and a gorgeous place to buy real estate if you can pull a deal and get it together because it's tough. There's a lot of homes that are available, but they're expensive. I mean, let's face it, a median home price of over $400,000. You're going to have to be really creative if you're a first-time home buyer. We've got great ideas for you if you are a first-time home buyer because we talk with a lot of realtors that are interacting with properties in the rural communities. I'm talking Fernley, Fallon, Minden, Gardnerville and more. It's just a beautiful place out there all and around, Reno and Sparks. If we can help you in any way, call us after the show, 775-223-3428, and we can get you pointed in the right direction to get started on home ownership. Today, we're going to talk about all the fun parts about owning a home, what you can do, the benefits. We're also going to be talking with the real estate community about something that is very near and dear to my heart, personal safety. You know, I don't like to get pushed around. I don't like to get hassled when I go places. And although it's not a big issue for me now, when I was a young man, uh, it was a big issue just because of the environment that I grew up in. People tend to get pushed around and maybe even targeted depending on their field of work. And one of the things I'm concerned about are people in the world of real estate. I'm talking real estate agents, people that do open houses, people that invite people to come and look at a big empty house so they can tour it and determine if they want to buy the house. I've been to a number of open houses and many times there's one person in that house, the lady, the realtor who's there ready to sell a big deal to somebody and people coming in from who knows where, never knows these people. And in some cases, it can be deadly. Recently, I read a number of articles, some recently about something that happened in one of my former residences. I used to live in Colorado. That's my home state. And it was not long ago, just earlier this month in August of 2019. A realtor was conducting an open house in Commerce City, Colorado on a nice Sunday morning when a man attempted to rob her. Well, that's what started the incident. When we come back from this break, we're going to be talking about what happened to that situation and also introducing you to our in-studio guests. Sharon Oren is with us, and he is the owner of Maccabee Arms, one of the top personal safety and firearm dealers in northern Nevada. Also joining us, Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva from Sage International. She's a tough gal herself, too. I don't even think she needs the personal protection because she takes care of it all on her own. We're talking with her and more after this message. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. You know, many of our people, they are looking at buying their first home. I always recommend that you talk to a top mortgage lender to give you all the advantages and benefits. That's why I recommend Brian Cushing. Brian is the senior loan officer at the Cushing team, 
part of Guild Mortgage, one of the top lending institutions in all of America. They do one thing and they only do one thing, mortgage lending. So they know what they're doing. They get you in, they get you out fast. It's all outstanding service. Contact the Cushing team. You can reach Brian Cushing at 453-0345 or visit homeloansreno.com. Of course, we've got all of Brian's contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Make it easy for people to find you. With me in the studio, Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Peter. I understand you had a wonderful trip this past weekend to beautiful California. Yes, I uh, am a devout attendee of the Katati Accordion Festival. Wow. And a lot of people think that's strange, but, you know, it's one of the greatest musical events. And when you think of accordion music, it hits all genres from Spanish to Brazilian to Cajun. French. And French. And yes, there was a fabulous French accordionist there, young gal. And it's just pretty amazing because um, some of the best music I've ever heard in my life. And many of you know I am heavy into live music. And so when I hear great music that's unique and different, um, it's fantastic. You know, Sherry uh, encouraged me to attend the Accordion Festival with her a few years ago. And now I'm a regular attendee myself. Sherry, it's one of the most outstanding events I go to every year, the Katati Accordion Festival. I've got it down for 2020 as well. Me too. All right. <laughs> In the studio with us too today, Sharon Oren. And Sharon is the owner owner of Maccabee Arms right here in Reno. Welcome to the show, Oren. Thank you for having me. Sharon, so you have been in the uh, retail gun business for a little while now. Tell us a little bit about your store. Well, uh, actually, it was kind of a mistake. I moved to uh, northern Nevada about 12 years ago. My uh -huh. wife uh, came here to do her doctorate. And uh, I still remember coming home. We used to live in Beverly Hills, California, and telling me, I want us to, I want to go to UNR. And I was like, oh, UN what? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's in Reno. Reno what? <laughs> and the only thing I knew about Reno was uh, Reno 911. No, well, that's yeah. our, yes. There you go. And uh, came here for her interview weekend, uh, rented a car, went up to the lake. It was beautiful. You know, then the sky changed, yeah. hail started falling on that beautiful brand new convertible rental. Oh, wow. uh, and uh, we moved. Um, the beginning, I was still handling my businesses in Los Angeles and in the East Coast. My background on my past life is consulting, mostly uh, risk analysis, threat assessments. Uh, if you have a problem, nobody consults it. You don't call the A-team, you call Sharon. Right. Um, and uh, it was really hard to travel at the time. Still is a bit, but especially back then to travel uh, in and out of uh, the airport over here to most of my customers. You get a phone call. I need to be on my plane in O'Hare in five hours. Eh, kind of hard to do it from Reno. Met an old Jewish uh, disabled Vietnam vet, a major retired, five trees in Nam, who used to sell guns out of his house mm -hmm. and used to do some gun shows. I started helping him out, and then I told him, hey, let's put some, uh, some money and open a gun store. I'm bored. He said, sure. So I put the money, I put the work, and he wanted to stay retired. Mm -hmm. So uh, I got stuck with the gun shop. So that's actually how, uh, how I stumbled into the retail industry of the firearms industry, which, uh, as I tell people, if I would have known today... Uh, if I, don't, if I don't know 10 years ago what I know today, I probably would have not been going that, uh, that route. But uh, here we are. And uh, yes, Maccabee has been around for almost 10 years now. And uh, we're here to stay for now. Sure, and I got to tell you, I understand how you feel about your business because nothing's easy nowadays. Everything is difficult. There's so many experts out there. I mean, everybody's got the Internet now, so they, everybody knows everything. And so there's a lot of factors that we in business, regardless of the type of business, have to contend with with the general public. That is that they, they know everything. But the fact is, I think in this world, there is a lot of knowledge, but not very much wisdom sometimes. And you only get wisdom from time in the box, from doing what you do. Your website is awesome, maccabearms.com. It's an excellent website. It has a lot of information about your background and what you do. Uh, you're, a, you're a local veteran. Tell us about your work uh, and, and, and your status as a veteran. What, kind, what, what did you do as, to earn that status as a well, veteran? I didn't, I didn't do nothing special. Let's say it like this. I mean, uh, I'm Israeli born and raised. Uh, in Israel, in the age of 18, instead of going to college and getting drunk, uh, you uh, wear the uniform of your country and you defend your country. Is that a requirement in Israel? It is a mandatory requirement really? in Israel. Uh, men and women? Men and women. Men we usually do... Uh, listen to this. Yeah, men do three years <laughs> and women do two years. Uh-huh. Um, and usually without your uh, military service, you are not entitled 
to any uh, government funding afterwards, whether it's school, uh, college, university, or uh, preference in uh, housing for uh, you know mortgages, for example. Yeah which is a system that I think we need to have over here, not necessarily a mandatory military service. I don't believe that military service is for everybody, but definitely a community service. You know, mm-hmm. in the age of 18, instead of going to get drunk, put the uniform, be an EMT, a teacher aide, a police officer. I mean, do something to help, to, to give back for, let's say, 18 months. Mm-hmm. And without that service, without that certificate, you cannot go into a government-founded school, for example. I, I think that would be something that will work here in the United States. But, uh, yeah, I'm a disabled veteran. I was in the Israeli, uh, uh, spent some time with Israeli Special Forces, uh, then uh, Israeli uh, Chief of Staff Security Detail. Got injured a couple of times, then afterwards uh, joined the Israeli Security Services with the Israeli Security Academy. Uh, spent a lot of times overseas, especially in, uh, mostly in Europe, uh, South America, Africa. Uh, basically, I was a contractor. Uh, mm-hmm. That's probably the most known term. And the U.S., I used to come here for business training. And basically, I used to provide safety and security for the rich and the famous and the rich and the infamous. So well, that's do, the background. I fall into the latter of that, of that uh, status. Uh, I want our, our listeners to know that you not only offer uh, a retail outlet where people can see different kinds of firearms for purchase, but you offer a lot of training there. And I know that because I was a former student uh, of yours and took your um, safety course, your CCW yeah. course. And tell us, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about the the work that you do to help people get educated about firearms and personal safety. Well, my personal belief is, you know, it's about reach, teach, and inspire. Um, and Reno is cursed and blessed with a lot of gun stores, from the big box stores to some small private stores to uh, kitchen table FFLs, as we call them. We have a lot of uh, weekend warriors and weekend rainbows, as I call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what, what differs us from any other place is the fact that all of our employees are veterans themselves. Mm-hmm. We bring our life experiences. It's not your Typical, you know, let me hold your hand and sing Kumbaya shopping environment. I can vouch for that. (laughs) Uh, We more believe in tough love. Uh, And the reason is uh, I'm not going to give you just what you want or what you read online that you should have because some marketing department, no offense, Mm -hmm. paid somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, because Ruger paid uh, somebody $50,000 to push their specific gun or Kimber, whoever it is. Right. I'm going to look at you, look at your physical uh, limitation, uh, women versus men. I mean, we're built very differently. Mm -hmm. Wrist strength, uh, recoil control, arthritis, carpet tunnels, things that most people don't think about. And I'll try to match the perfect tool because I look at those items as tools to your needs. Yeah. Uh, so I rather me and my staff will take the time. And it doesn't always, I mean, you know, I like to tell people, if you want to have some fun, go on Yelp.com and Google Maccabee Arms and read some reviews. And uh, it's it's an entertaining experience, let's say like this. <laughs> uh, so I, I was definitely not cut for retail. I'm not your typical uh, establishment for retail. Uh, we piss a lot of people off because of our opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We piss off people because we, uh, we tell the truth. Sharon, have you ever seen a TV program that used to be on called Seinfeld. Of course. Jerry. So are you familiar with a character known as the soup Nazi? No soup for you. <laughs> Come back one year. You know, I love the soup Nazi. You know why? Excellent soup. People stand in line to get that soup. Even if he's rude, they're in line. And if he turns them away, they'll go to the back of the line and come back. That's what I think about Maccabee Arms. It's, you know, it's refreshing because you don't get that a lot of places. You get a lot of pandering. You get a lot of people wanting to sell you something. So they'll tell you whatever you want to hear, and you're out the door. Uh, I, I love having you in the studio. I'm going to talk to you more. Sherry Hill is with us too, but we have to take a quick break. So hang on. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Bear, party animal, line one. My owner's mad because he spilled guacamole. He's going to be madder when he finds out it was me. CJ's recommended carpet care. He does a great job. He's on time. He's quick. And he stands behind his work. Call 829-1551. I chihuahua. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. Now. Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. I have parked my Corvair after last week's hot August nights. What a great time we had cruising the streets of northern Nevada. Also, uh, meeting with great people. Uh, that car show is more about meeting people and having fun than anything else. But, yes, the car show was awesome. Now that I'm back in my garage and moving into my home, I've tracked in some grease. 
and now I've got to clean the carpets. Guess who I'm going to call? Yes, CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. They are residential and commercial tile, grout, carpet, and upholstery cleaning experts. I love CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. If you want the best for your home, give them a call, 829-1551, and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio, Sharon Oren. He's the owner of Maccabee Arms in northern Nevada, right here in Reno. Hope you're having a good time being here today. Sharon. Of course I am. Good people, good show, good topics. Also with us, Sherry Hill. Sherry is the owner of Sage International, wealth protection diva. And I think it's because whenever I go out to dinner with Sherry, she asks me to pay. You protect <laughs> That's your how you protect wealth. <laughs> <laughs> you, other people's money, money, right? Oh. <laughs> Sherry, what OPM. You, you haven't had a chance to get in our conversation much so far, Sherry, but you know we're talking about personal safety and we're going to be talking about some of the incidents that have happened across the country, here in Nevada too, where female realtors, listen, any realtor can be accosted while they're doing a showing or meeting people that they've never met. Um, what do you think about discussion about personal safety? I think it's huge and critical and I started to really learn about it probably about a dozen years ago and just the awareness of what is personal safety and it you know it translates not just from firearms it's everything else knowing your environment being aware of the people around you uh, not putting yourself in places that feel uncomfortable and if you do feel uncomfortable you have every right to get out of it like stepping into an elevator if there's some strange person in the corner you're not required to continue on and so I think it has been, you know, paramount that uh, a lot of young people, young women really start to understand. And, and it still amazes me, you know, you'll be driving down the street and you'll see a young girl with her face right in her phone and not even aware of her surroundings, bushes, trees, things like that. And we know that you know, it only takes a matter of seconds to uh, uh, change a result. So. So I think the, the bigger conversation about uh, personal safety and what you're comfortable with is, is great. And having those discussions and, and just making sure that people know there are choices. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to find out because, you know, of everything that's going on in society and because you do a lot of the personal training and CCW and, and different kinds of classes and stuff, are you finding that your your enrollments are higher or lower? I would say actually uh, probably lower. Uh, I mean, uh, unfortunately in America, we work uh, by strategy of fear. Uh, when we had the double homicide, well, the triple homicides over here, uh, here in Gardnerville, right. uh, there was a huge spike. Suddenly everybody wants to get the consul carry. Everybody to get, wants to get training. Mm -hmm. And of course, they want it to be done. They don't realize that the process to get a CCW, after you took the course, is another four months of paperwork for the county to process it. Um, and of course, once they caught the, 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 the murder, everything plateaued and, and became quiet. Same thing like 9-11, if you think about it. You know, after 9-11, everybody gung-ho, security, this, we do that. And then suddenly, you know, we come back to our lazy ways of, uh, nobody even remembers what happened. I mean, we have generations today who don't know what happened, you know, back in September 11, actually we're coming down on the anniversary. It's, uh, and it's a big issue when you talk to about mentality because we see it also in the security business. Um, customers that I used to have that are really wealthy people and when, once the economy collapsed, right, the first thing they will cut would be security. Now, does it mean that they didn't need security? Actually, when the economy collapses, they need more because the bad guys are more hungry, okay? So then they're going to become more aggressive, whether it's a kidnapping or a burglary or uh, whatever it's going to be. Uh, so, but the first thing that people always try to cut is the thing that they just see physically, but they don't understand the value of it, which is their security. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we do see a, a decline in the, in the amount of people uh, sticking together. Uh, their def definitely training. I mean, training is a big issue in Nevada. We were raised over here, I think, with the Bakaru cowboy mentality of, you know, I grew up, my father taught me how to shoot, or my uncle whose cousin was a cop told me what I should buy or what I should get trained. And what people don't realize is, a concealed carry permit is not a training, it's a qualification. And, and it really boils my blood when I see around town and all, all over the place, all those, I mean, I think there are about 300 CCW instructors in, in Washoe County alone. If you go to the Washoe County website and you look over there, and all it takes to be a concealed carry instructor is a 12-hour basic pistol instructor class with the NRA and a background check, and guess what? You can be an instructor. 
and you wear those tactical pants and tactical shorts, and then then you uh, have some tattoos, and you look like you're a little bulldog, and that's it. You're good to go. You're you you know you're Mr. Hotshot, uh, and that's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's what it does. It creates a false sense of security. Same thing we know. I see all the time uh, ladies-only classes or ladies-only CCW classes. I, I've yet to encounter through my life, a, a, you know, a psycho who that will open the door for you and give you a bouquet of roses before he rapes you. So why would you go? Why in God's name would you? go to a women-only class. No. In Israel, we used to have a saying, hard in training, easy in the battlefield. Your training needs to be as hard as possible to prepare you as much as possible for that moment that might come, might not, hopefully not, but when it does come, the only thing that will help you survive a situation is muscle memory. How do you create that muscle memory? By repetition. And you cannot teach one to defend themselves unless they have been to that position themselves. I don't care how many books and YouTube videos you're going to see, or if you served as a cop for 30 years. I love our boys in blue and green. But if you rode a Harley-Davidson for 30 years and rode tickets, I'm sorry, that does not make you, uh, you know, a, a mean, lean uh, fighting machine. It's all theoretical. You've been an MMP in the service. doesn't matter. You've, you've been in Marine. You've been an Army guy. doesn't Unless you've been to combat, and experience what it feels like when somebody shoots at you and then you realize that everything that your drill sergeant taught you in boot camp, you can take it and throw it down the drain, you don't know how it feels. And that's the difference between theoretical and practical. And that's what we are trying at Maccabee to bring to the table. And like I said, it's a bit more of a tough love, but that's the only way we know how to do it. But if you want to be safe, if you want to be secured, if you want to actually know what you're doing, you're going to have to do it the, the hard way. And by the way, it's not cheap. You know, people come and I tell people what I charge per hour, they, they are shocked. And I said, guys, that's half of what I used to charge in LA. And the reason is because what I learned from blood, you don't go to Cambridge or to Yale to learn. You cannot buy that knowledge, okay? Now, when you want to have a surgeon work on your heart, do you go to Dr. Hajib from Egypt or Dr. McCormick from an Ivy League school? So you tell me what your safety and your family's safety is worth about that false sense of security because I do believe you're right in that a lot of people go through the initial training, get their CCW, and they never go shoot the gun again. And those are valid for four years or five years, right? So I Every mean... Every five years you get to pull it out <laughs> and take the cobwebs off. So, I and mean, that's when I fail them. Yeah. <laughs> which is unfortunately... I'm the only place in Northern Nevada that fails students. Every time I go to the range, the range must look, did he just fail those people? I said yes. And I have people who get angry with me. Even like I said, go to Yelp and read about it. That a, a guy was extremely pissed with me because I felt his father and I felt him. And well, your father swapped his barrel three times over other people for God's sakes. Yeah. You know what? I won him once, somebody. twice, three times. Third time I kicked him out of the out of the line. And he got he's 80 years old. How dare you? It's your job. You should have trained him. No, you didn't pay me to train nobody. You paid me to give you a qualification mandatory by the state for you to still carry. That is it. And then he went over me on Facebook and on Yelp and on Google. And if you, you know what? I can live with that. That's okay. Because, right, because I because we're safer if that elderly gentleman isn't carrying. Right? Sometimes you have to give up your driver's license <laughs> and sometimes you have to give up your, your, your gun license. You yeah. know, I just, uh, I'm sorry to say that, you know, but Florida is full of people who drive those big town cars and, you know, it is what it is. You know, Sharon, years and years ago, before I met you, I got my first concealed carry weapon permit. And I happened to be on an outdoor range after the classes to shoot for qualifying. And next to me was the 80-year-old man and his 80-some-year-old wife. And they were opening the box of the gun they had just received. Apparently, it's in a package. They hadn't even unwrapped it yet. And um, it was a big 44 Magnum, a huge, huge gun. And they proceeded to start pointing that thing in every direction but at the target. And thank God the instructor that was there, the range, the range uh, manager, uh, pulled them to the side. And it was like a blessing that they were pulled off to the side because they literally could have shot somebody right on the spot. So you're right. Uh, you have to be prepared when you are going to get your CCW to at least understand how a firearm works and how to be safe when you're holding well, a firearm. But then, like you said, having the right tool. Right? That was way too heavy for her and just, you know, oh, ridiculous. I, so, I, was so sad. I was so angry yeah. at the salesperson that sold him that gun because yeah, I don't course. know who sold him that gun. I had Maybe guy, they bought it on the internet. I, I don't know, but it was wrong. I had an eight-year-old guy with, with the really severe Parkinson's that came to my store one time to, to do, put some improvement because we do gunsmithing as well on his brand-new bought purchased Glock. And I'm like, who sold you that gun? And he told me the name of the store and the name of the salesman who are known for pushing Glocks. And I'm like, you're selling a guy with Parkinson's, eight years old, who 
if no his finger goes right in the trigger and there's no safety on those glocks and he's just waiting i mean you're just waiting for him to shoot somebody how negligent can you be take the extra time spend the time with the customer educate them you know it's not i mean none of us are in this business because of money okay there's no money in this industry people think we make a lot of money we don't but take the time and do the right thing for you and your community and reach teach and inspire and it's okay to say you know what this tool is not i don't care how many reviews you read about it because some kids sitting in nicaragua in an internet cafe writing and getting five cents a click do the right thing and tell them maybe this tool is not for you mm-hmm. simple Sharon Oren is our guest. He's the owner of Maccabee Arms. Sharon, we have to go to a break in just a little bit, but before we do that, I'd like to let people know a little bit about your radio show, which comes on right after ours. Well, uh, you know, uh, it's called The Coffee with Sharon. I was asked originally uh, by Eddie to uh, do a gun show, and I said, I'm not interested. <laughs> but why? We need to. I said, I'm not interested. Well, why? I said, because I don't think there is a need for a gun show. I think there is a need for an actual uh, political, uh, political show that we can uh, actually all talk about what's going on in northern Nevada and in mm-hmm. our country. Because mm-hmm. nobody really seems to do that. No, I want to do a gun show. I said, uh, no. If you want me to be there, I'll be there. I'll bring my Rolodex. I'll bring my guests. But I want to talk about real items of what's going on in our state. Mm-hmm. And that's what Coffee in Sharon every Thursday, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. We broadcast live. We have a call-in line. Uh, and we talk uh, Nevada issues, both yeah. left and right. I, I, you know, I accept everybody. I enjoy the, the, the show, Sharon, and uh, I'm a big fan of coffee. So 4 p.m. coffee for me is just right. I wish the coffee shop down the street from the studio would be open at 4 p.m. <laughs> We've got to talk to those people. We're going to come back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're going to be talking about those incidences uh, of uh, violence, basically, that have been perpetrated upon the real estate community by bad guys, bad people, and how we can protect ourselves. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. the most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. You're tuned in to 1180 AM, one of the Lotus broadcast stations here in northern Nevada. My name is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're in our 14th year of weekly broadcasts, helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy, sell, or refinance their investment or primary residence. You know, right now, interest rates are tumbling once again into the low, low numbers. Uh, Again, near the all-time lows. If you have a mortgage that has an interest rate of anywhere in the mid fours, four and a half percent or higher, there's a good chance that you could get a great deal on a refinance, but only if you qualify. We've got some great lenders to recommend. And if you'd like to talk to somebody before you talk to a lender, we can give you great advice to see if you're in line for a refinance on a mortgage. Call me anytime after the show, 775-223-3428, or visit our website, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Com. With me in the studio, I'm talking with Sharon Oren. He's the owner of Maccabee Arms here in Reno, Nevada. Also with us, Sherry Hill. She's the owner of Sage International. And Sherry Hill, you are truly international. You have a lot of business, but it doesn't all come from Nevada, does it? No, I work with clients all over the world, but all over the country. A huge chunk of my business comes from real estate investors. Mm-hmm. And so there is a lot of opportunity, not necessarily in the state of Nevada. So I have a lot of investors that are coming out of California, Nevada, and they're investing in places like Tennessee, Kansas, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the cool things is that you know I can help and support them by creating the right entity in the right state so that they protect their 
their assets. A great friend of mine just recently moved from Nevada, Sherry, to Arkansas. And he left Nevada because, well, he had a great job here, but the money didn't equal very much when it came time to spend it, like on a house, rent, food, car, the whole bit, right? Gas. And so he happened to have, make a connection with a friend in Arkansas. And uh, a little over a year ago, almost two years now, he moved to Arkansas, bought himself a nice house for $55,000, has a great job, enjoys the lifestyle, and he's making it big in Arkansas. An investor could do the same thing. In fact, I'm thinking about looking at some property in Arkansas because now that I have a buddy down there, he can keep an eye on it. Outside of the community is easier, too, with the Internet. You can see the properties yeah. just as easily. Well, especially if you're into the buy and holds, right? I mean, these aren't highly appreciating communities. And so it really is. Uh, I see a lot of elderly that want to go now get out of whatever state, high tax, high uh, cost state and move closer to their grandkids. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, through 1031 exchanges, they can end up with, you know, five or six properties in the community that they want to retire into and still create that passive income. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of opportunity. And, uh, and I'm hearing from a lot of younger people too, because they're pooling funds. And so we talk about using other people's money. It's I don't have to do it all myself if I can you know, bring my work buddies or other relatives and mm -hmm. we all pool funds and then we can go out and do great things. Creative financing is one way that people are able to buy real estate nowadays, but it also takes creative, um, creative thoughts in the sense of how do you structure a deal? Do I bring in a partner? Do I buy a multifamily? Do I go single family? Uh, so many things to think about. Uh, I know that you have been working in the real estate world for many, many years. Uh, you were an escrow officer at one point, right? Oh, my gosh. And yes, back in the late 70s, early 80s, when we talk about creative financing uh -huh. and crazy interest rates. <laughs> well, and uh, I, when I came to Reno, I met a real realtor, a real estate office. Every deal involved either a pickup or a goat because they wanted to throw something in, right? Exactly. And the deal was dead unless you throw in the truck or the goat. Um, but, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just amazing what people ask for now. But uh, you really have to know your world. You have to stay in your lane. And the real estate world is a lot more complex than people think. There are so many ways and so many intricacies, Sherry. Uh, I always recommend that people talk to one other at least outside expert that's not interested in the transaction to make sure it's a good deal because if somebody has an interest in the transaction of course it's going to be a good deal please buy this but you i know you are that third party for people let folks know how they can get a hold of you if they want to talk to you about these real estate Absolutely. deals i do a free 30-minute consultation 775-786-5515 really trying to figure out you know what you're doing where you're doing it and because i have worked with literally thousands and thousands of real estate investors i understand deals and maybe can create some strategy that you haven't thought about. Mm -hmm. And so that's really uh, how I help a lot of people. And, you know, we, we get it done. I mean, my goal, I, I have a favorite line, motion beats meditation. And so it's, if you're going to make the decision to be a real estate investor, yes, you need to learn a lot about it, but it also helps to have experts um, that are in it every day. I talk to experts all the time, Sherry. They know everything. But they do very little. It's great and it's nice to have people with great ideas, but having people that are with you that are not afraid to hit the gas when they need to, well, that makes a big difference because you're right. It, you've got to, at some point, you've got to take action. I'm glad you're with us today, Sherry. We're talking with Sherry Hill and also with Sharon Orange. Sharon is the owner of Maccabee Arms here in Northern Nevada. And one of the big reasons that I wanted to have you join us today is because I read recently an incident that happened in my home state of Colorado, and that is where uh, on a Sunday morning, a young real estate agent was uh, showing a home and a man attempted to rob her. And uh, it was only because of the fact that she uh, had a, a firearm with her that she was able to protect herself and the guy ran off. He had a knife and he was going to go in there and hassle this woman because it said open house and she was the only one in the house. I always worry about the women in the world because they are the fairer sex, I dare I say weaker sex. But because we love the women in our world, I, just the thought of anybody perpetrating a crime on a woman, uh, I, I just can't put up with it. So I encourage, I do encourage all of the women in my family and all the women that I'm close to 
to be conscious of personal safety and consider getting a concealed carry weapons permit. Well, uh, we, uh, by the way, we have some incidents in Reno that happened in the past few years. Um, and I do believe that usually it's not a robbery. I don't know how the police have put the incident over there, but most, more than, in most cases, actually, it's not a robbery as much as it is a rape. A sexual assault, okay. yes. Uh, yes. That's uh, they usually usually what happened because, mm -hmm. like I said, we have a, a, a lady sitting that uh, it's very easy for the, for the bad guy because he can see who he's about to attack because he can go on the listings and everybody has their nice picture taken when they're all with the makeup and everything else and they look like a 20-pound lighter and blah, 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 da, da. And uh, what we don't do to set to sell the house, right? Mm -hmm. But it also makes it very easy because now you're a target that uh, the bad guy knows how you look and where you are. You just mm -hmm. give them all the information that they need to do what? And they can come in the house and if they don't see any cars in the driveway and there's nobody there, they can just walk in, lock the door, and guess what? You are on the menu. Mm. So one thing I would say is, besides even the CCW, situational awareness, you know, Get trained. I mean, I don't. I don't think that necessarily a gun is for everybody. I would like to see more ladies carrying a gun. I mean, in the past three years, the largest growing segment in firearm purchasing is women. Mm -hmm. About time. Mm -hmm. I like to tell my customers all the time: the chances of the of the bad guy coming after a 240-pound Israeli guy versus a 120-pound uh, lady. Guess what? You are it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's just it's just natures of the beast. So do you want to be a victim? Do you want to be a sheep? Do you want to be a lion? I mean, just very simple of what you rather be because it's not about the if, it's about the when because I believe that one out of three women experiences sexual assault. Assault. That's the statistics. My wife was sexually assaulted uh, when she was younger. You know, uh, she almost got raped. Uh, I know plenty of other cases even in, her, in our community over here. Uh, I mean, uh, let's go back to Brianna. You know, she was raped before she was murdered. And before her, we have uh, Collins's uh, daughter, mm -hmm. uh, Tom Collins' daughter that was uh, raped. And she had a concealed carry permit. She had a gun. She was trained, but she was not allowed to carry a firearm on campus. Mm -hmm. So she mm -hmm. became a victim. Uh, and uh, I do believe that we need to give the tools for those ladies to protect themselves. And if it's not a firearm, get a taser. Don't get a stun gun. Stun gun, you have to have actual physical contact with the bad guy, which means you're too close. But you can get a taser, like the ones that the police is using, they make them for a civilian version, mm -hmm. which still will shoot those prawns that will penetrate through the clothing in 15 feet and mm -hmm. gives you 30 seconds to drop the, the, the taser, drop the guy and run out, call the police and get out of Dodge. Um, but we offer all those kind of trainings, but I just urge you to come and even just come and talk. I don't need to buy anything. Come and talk to us. Come and ask for opinions. Come and ask for advice. Because if, if you don't ask, I have no way of knowing that you need it. And then, you know, it doesn't cost you money to come and talk to us. Well, most people are so afraid to talk to people because they think they're going to be tried to sol be sold something. But Sharon, having been in your store and many other sporting goods stores, gun stores, any place you can buy firearms, I, I know the difference, and that's why I'm, I'm, I'm happy to share that with our listeners. When you go to Maccabee Arms, you get an education just walking in the door. And if you want to buy something, great. But the chances are uh, it's going to be different when you leave than when you got there because, like you say, everybody has a different physique. Everybody has a different need. Uh, and because of that, no two guns are right for the same person. No, and knowledge is power. And like I said, guns are not for everybody. I'm the first person to say that, that guns mm -hmm. are not for everybody. Mm -hmm. But I want you to at least be able to know your options uh, so you can be more prepared. We, we do, for example, we used to, we created a course called the Women's Situational Awareness Class mm -hmm. uh, that we did for a while. And we're probably going to bring it back also uh, when we work about, you know, the physical aspects, a bit of psychoanalysis of the, you know, body language. Is to try to read the right signs when they're out there of, you know, hey, danger is about to happen. Yes. Talking with Sharon Oren, the owner of Maccabee Arms, good friend of ours here in northern Nevada. Sherry Hill is with us, too, from Sage International. We're going to get back to our conversation about safety for real estate agents in the field, especially when you're doing open houses. I've got some special tips for you there when we come back. We're also going to look at the latest statistics from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Guess which way the values are going. You got it. They're going up. That and more after this. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Bear, Country Dog, Line 2. Hey, Bear. Dirt, too. It's all over the carpet. What do I do? The best carpet cleaning company in town. Residential, commercial, tile, grout, carpet, upholstery cleaning. Call 829-1551. I'm calling CJ's now. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. 
Back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to tune into our show today. Enjoying a nice warm Thursday afternoon with my guests in the studio. Sherry Hill from Sage International and Sharon Oren. He's the owner of Maccabee Arms. So, lady and gent, I wanted to tell you that one of the great things about owning a home is that you can do what you want with that home. You know, when you're renting, you got to ask the landlord if you can change a light bulb practically because there's so many rules and regulations. When you own your own home, wow, you can have some fun. Maybe paint the house plant a tree, become a beekeeper. That's what I did when I bought my home. I'm happy to say that I've been a beekeeper for the last four years now, and I'm a member of the Mason Valley Beekeeping Association. They are located in Urington, Nevada, but there's beekeeping organizations all across the country. In Nevada, we have the Great Basin Beekeepers Organization in Carson City, and of course, the Northern Nevada Beekeeping Association in Reno. The big thing is this. If you're a beekeeper, you really care about the environment, you care about bees, you care about plants, and I've found that beekeepers are quite nice people because we got to be careful when those queens come around. They can, they can hurt you if you're not careful. We've got to be nice to the ladies, got to be nice to the queens. We're talking about being nice to everybody today, but sometimes people are not nice to us, and that's when we have to talk about personal safety. Early in the show, I talked about an incident that happened in Colorado's where a realtor was uh, accosted at knife point during an open house. Fortunately, that female realtor had a personal weapon and was able to, to protect herself and run off the perpetrator. But it was about eight years ago when I was in the mortgage business and I had a young lady from a local real estate office come to be on my radio show. And she was a lovely lady. We talked about the property. We talked about the prices. We talked about the fact that interest rates were good. And it was all a great, great show. Two weeks later, I saw her picture in the newspaper. She had been attacked while she was at an open house. And that lovely lady, she's never going to be the same. She got out of real estate. It was a very sad story. And I just couldn't believe it because this was a young lady in her 20s. She looked like a college, college girl, and she was vivacious, full of life. And that one incident changed her life forever. I know she did not have personal protection, and I know that she was accosted and as far as I know, Sharon and Sherry, the perpetrator was never caught. And that has to be eating at her every day like it does at me because I love the people of the real estate world. I know how hard they work. It's one of those jobs that's made to look very easy, but it's very, very difficult. And until you're a real estate agent, you really don't know that. So I'm all about self-protection and providing good service and information to the real estate community and to the people that are looking to buy and sell homes. When it comes to talking about the real estate community, I absolutely say this. You're in a very vulnerable situation when you're a real estate agent. First of all, you're putting a lot of miles on your car. You're driving around all over the place, so you're more likely to have an accident. Second of all, you're meeting all kinds of strangers. A stranger is somebody that you don't know. Somebody just pops in and wants to see the property or says they want to see the property. That's when troubles can happen. And I always recommend that you know people have a plan. It's not so much carrying a weapon, but being observant, like Sherry says. You've got to know where you're going and is there going to be anyone else there. Many times a female real estate agent would ask me to join them at an open house so that they wouldn't be there alone. I'd be there as the mortgage lender, and they'd be there as a realtor, and there's an element of safety and security. So that's one way. But it's not always possible to have somebody on your side. So that's when being able to defend yourself comes to play. Sherry Hill is with us. Sherry is the owner of Sage International. Sherry, you have been in business for 26 years. Same office. You've had a lot of employees coming and going. You've had a lot of strangers coming and going to your office, too. People just want to check in, see what's going on. Maybe they want to ask a question. I bet you've had uh, to develop a certain level of toughness yourself running this company that way. Well, absolutely. And, you know, I've been robbed a couple of times here. And so you just start to look at things differently. And because, you know, I've always employed a lot of women, we have to be cognizant of if you're here working late. Is there good lighting? Are you, do you have someone you can check in with? You know, walking into a bathroom by yourself after hours. You know, how do you make sure that you create the awareness around all of that? And so I imagine, Sharon, I mean, in a lot of your consulting, it isn't just the physical you, it's also your physical space. And um, it starts when you leave your house. Yes. You and, and some of that, like you said, you know, if you're using some tools that you're so close to the perpetrator, talk, talk to me about uh, some other ways that, uh, especially women, 
you know, can protect themselves so that person isn't three feet away. It's, you know, what happens when they're 15 or 20 feet away that I have that gut feeling or what, what are some of the things that I should be thinking about? Well, I would start with the fact that, you know, like I said, the bare starting of everything is situational awareness. Uh, people, we're, 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 we got those, what I call the electronic leashes, those phones. Mm. And what we're doing, we're spending all of our time uh, on that phone, text messages, Facebook, whatever it is, our face is in that screen. We're not paying attention to our sides. I'll give you a, even a better issue. When you drive on the highway and you see all those people driving in the passing lane, okay, and they will just lodge in the passing lane, driving under the speed limit, even if it's driving on the speed limit, but there are four cars behind them who wants to go faster and they will just lodge because they don't even look at their mirrors. When it comes to women, statistically, when you look at a female's vehicle when she's driving versus a male vehicle when they're driving, most of the time your rearview mirror is pointing towards you because you check your lipstick and you check your, your makeup and everything else. I, I'm sorry, just the way it is, okay? So if you have this, how are you supposed to see what's behind you? But that is where it starts, muscle memory. Mm -hmm. When you get out of your house, before you open your garage door, look through the window of your house to see if there are anybody there, any cars that you don't recognize. Most of us knows which cars are on our street all the time. Look for something that shouldn't be there. When you open the garage door, be already in your car and lock the doors. Okay? When you get out and you drive, start playing games. I want to start with you and your family, when you drive your kids or your friends, on the highway, in the street, start playing a game that calls Name the Car. Start looking and telling me what car is behind you, the mic, the, the make, the model, the color, how many in there, what do they wear, to your left, to your right, and start playing those games. Now, here's the thing. If you're driving home from the office, for example, or vice versa, and there is a blue uh, Chevy sedan behind you with uh, two guys in it, and you go from your office and then you're on the highway, you go to the spaghetti bowl and you exit your exit to, from the highway to your neighbor, to, to, to your uh, subdivision, and that car is still there. And you're passing Walmart and the car is still there. And you're going into your community and the car is still there. And you're going into your street and that car is still there. Guess what? Do not stop in front of your house. Stop in front of your neighbor's house who has a Barney Sanders or, a, you know, one of those signs in front of it because, you know, at least they will know that they're not armed. Okay? <laughs> so, but the idea is do not stop at your house. Keep them going around. Situational awareness will prevent a lot of those instances. Mm -hmm. You get out of uh, Target or you get out of uh, Macy's or whatever it is. Don't have your phone on your strong hand. Have your keys and have a key pointed ready to go. If you have a firearm, tr be trained how to use your firearm out of your bag if you're carrying it in your, in your purse, that you're ready to go. If somebody is, if you trust your gut feeling, if your gut feeling tells you, like, if you get that sensitivity in your stomach that something is about to happen, trust it. It might not happen today, but it might happen tomorrow. Do not ignore that. Use your car and open the vehicle before you get there. Get an alarm with a remote. Don't use your keys. Get into the car and lock the keys. And if you have somebody behind you, keep on walking and go back towards the crowd. So if you walk out of Walmart, for example, and it's at night and you have your shopping bags and you see that there's somebody following you, don't go to your car if you're the only person there. Go directly to the next group of people that you see and get ready to scream as hard as you can. Right. Okay. So there's some things that have nothing to do with firearms. Firearm doesn't always solve the problem, especially if you don't have the proper training. Okay. But you have to be, the, you know, the difference between a smart person and a wise person. A smart person knows how to get themselves out of a situation they got themselves into. A wise person will not put themselves in that situation to begin with. And I think that's when it comes to personal safety, that's where we need to start understanding. But pay attention to your surroundings and start looking for, you know, some physical aspects. When you talk to somebody, look at their eyebrows, look at their uh, throat, their skin, their nose nozzles, uh, their hands, fingers. Whether there are a lot of points, you know, that, that, that are there. We don't like to use the word profiling here in the United States, but there's a reason why we've been using this in Israel for so many years and it's been working because there are physical aspects that affect a predator and you need to understand the predator's mentality. You know, when I was doing uh, executive protection, when I was, you know, doing uh, all the EP stuff, the first thing they taught us, I will never forget it, is you have to learn how to kill in order to be able to defend somebody because you have to learn how the assassin is going to try and work and get to you. Only by knowing how an assassin works, you can know how to defend against an assassin. That's just, uh, that's just the, the, the way it works. Yeah, assassin, absolutely. sorry, not assessor. Assessor mm -hmm. is something that takes your money, but that's a different story. Absolutely. I find that 
when I look at the media, when I read the media, when I listen to media, and, and any more people in general, there's a lot of selfishness in the world. Uh, so many people just seem to think about themselves and think about what they think is right for everybody and they think is wrong for everybody. And, and by being selfish, they really don't care about the repercussions of that selfishness. And I, can, I get concerned because I, coming from a big family, know how important every individual of the family is to the entire family. And many times, I would bet that people aren't concerned about their self, their personal safety, because they're not thinking about what would happen if they were gone. What about their children? What about their parents? The people that count on us, they need us to be there to help them. And unless we protect ourselves, we're not going to be there. I'm glad you're with us today, Sharon. Uh, you've given us so much great information and feedback. And um, time is always short, but I'm hoping you come back to visit us again. Whenever sometime. you want, I'll be more than honored to stop by. And your show is on right after hours, so I'm encouraging our listeners to stay tuned to listen to your radio show yep. right after hours, right here on 1180 AM radio. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having us, and stay safe. Sherry Hill, thank you for being with us today as well. Thank you. So. I know we were going to talk about the home values, so I'm going to say it real fast. Over $400,000 is the median home price in northern Nevada. However, if you come to some of the more uh, rural communities, and even within Reno and Sparks, uh, you, know, you can get a home under the median home price. But now is the time to start thinking about your real estate transactions as we're going into the slower time of the year. And maybe there are some deals in the winter. The key is to have knowledge, and we bring that to you here on our radio show. I'd like to thank our studio guests and our listeners for tuning in as well. Tune in again next week. Same time, same station, and we'll visit about real estate then. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Bear Country Dog Line 2. Hey, bear. Dirt, too. It's all over the carpet. What do I do? The best carpet cleaning company in town. Residential, commercial, tile, grout, carpet, upholstery cleaning. Call 829-1551. I'm calling CJ's now. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Peanut the Piddler, line one. I get so excited every time that darn doorbell rings. I piddle on the carpet. CJ's recommended carpet care. He does a great job. He's on time. He's quick. And he stands behind his work. Call 829-1551. I love Pet Talk Radio. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care.